Bumble, bumble, bumble. Hi, I'm Office Richie. What's happening, Office Farley? Hi, Office Richie. I have a very important piece of paper here. Uh, and I, it has, it's a memo because we're in an office here at Black Guys of Maniac Towers where we brainstorm what. Can you uh, crinkle uh, that paper to convince me that you have a piece of paper? Oh, it's more of a, it's more of a notepad, actually. Listen. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds very notepad-y. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a nice notepad, but the um, cardboard backs come off it, so a bit floppy. Oh, okay, that's a bit of a shame. Yeah. If only you um, had some way of um, strengthening it, or this is not this is not what I was going for. On this, <laughs> really? on this memo, it says uh, something. I'm going to read it to you. It's addressed to you. It says, "Dear Officer Richie." Um, my dad is harder than your dad. <laughs> well, your dad takes more Viagra than my dad. Also, my dad's dead. Well, it's an unsigned memo, so maybe you should write a counter memo to say my dad's really hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's now the earth. He's now part of the earth. Yeah, exactly. He is, um... Gone through the whole cycle, yeah. God. Oh, we should have just stuck with the back of the notepad thing. Yeah, that was it. really good. <laughs> like we could even have said hard-backed notepad. Oh, hard. We could talk about hard games, or maybe you've been playing some hard games in some fashion. Yeah. 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 The notepad is branded, and it says www.guys.co.uk, which is the name of the website, and also has like the little socials. Does it have the little stickers like the like the sticker that you were making in the other episode? Yeah, I mean, I don't understand with our finances how we keep buying um, bespoke stationery and stickers and things like that, but apparently we do. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like all those people that want to sort of sponsor our episodes, they just give us all these freebies, you know? Yeah, you know, like give us something yeah. a bit more useful than a broken notepad with our branding on it. <laughs> I mean, a floppy notepad. Yeah. Yeah, let's. What are we, what are we doing? End of this bit. End yeah, of the yeah. office bit. End, end of office bit. End of office bit. Although I feel like I definitely broke character very, very soon into the office bit. Um, I think your um, superior acting skills covered it. Really? Yeah, okay. I don't think anyone would notice did, the bit did I, you. Did I carry us David. both in this again? <laughs> <laughs> I was just so blown away by, by our improv skills that actually took us. Where we want to go, but not where I thought we were going to go. Yeah, <laughs> we just sort of uh, pulled us off track. Anyway, anyway, yes, we are doing a what are you playing? Another yeah. part of our, another part, another mini section of our podcast that's been on since season one, where we talk about some of the games that we've been playing. Um, yeah, I, this week I am definitely talking about games that I was playing just before Arceus hit. Um, I have not been playing anything except Arceus and WoW, so uh, these are games that I was playing pre um, Arceus, and I'm okay. going to try and remember how All far right. and how well. You don't, I mean, you don't have to tell the readers that. You could just, you could have just said. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of dating the episode. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I do appreciate your journalistic integrity there. Yeah, I mean. Thank you. Hands up. 
Yeah, that, that, I, yeah, you know, I appreciate it. Like, there's not many people in this world look at my journalistic integrity and appreciate it. So I do appreciate that appreciation <laughs> from the bottom of my heart. Good. Well, that's, that's, that's the best place for that appreciation to be. Yep. <laughs> anyway, right. Yeah. So, in usual, what are you playing um, style? Oh, yeah. this is a podcast about video games, by the way. And uh, <laughs> I'm Kunzi11, aka Farley. And you're Richie. <laughs> I'm Richie. We haven't, we haven't introduced ourselves for about 20 episodes now. Yeah, but mm, I suppose. We shouldn't assume anything, should we? Like we 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 possibly even introduce ourselves as Office Richie and Office Farley or yeah, Stakeholder yeah. Farley and yeah, yeah. God, nobody will ever be able to work out who's who. <laughs> Season three will be much better. We're not doing any of that shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So, what are you playing? <clears throat> what are you playing? Bali. Thank you. Um, I am playing a lot of Pokemon at the moment. Um, <laughs> you can actually follow my progress. I think I mentioned it two episodes ago. Um, but with the eShop stuff, I've started this mission called Operation Last Plus Home, trying to extract all the unique and legendary Pokemon from games, going right back to the GBA. Um, so rather than talk about it here, you can visit the website www.thatguys.co.uk where I'm keeping a, a diary of my progress. At the moment, they're weekly, and they will definitely stop being weekly as soon as I hit <laughs> <laughs> Because there's loads to do in that game. Um, yeah. And these are very, very insightful essays on how hard it is to get an, a Pokemon from and through the generations and... God, the the level of detail that Farley goes into with regards to like what NPCs have what Pokemon is absolutely nuts. Um, I strongly advise nobody follows in his footsteps. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing this. You don't have to. Yeah, but this is so, so far. Um, I've kind of had it easy. Um. But uh, at the same time as us doing this, so, there, so it was frustrating because you were playing Arceus Legends, everyone was playing Arceus Legends, and I was slopping around a 18-year-old GBA game. Um, but we did get a I'm so glad you finished that sentence. <laughs> we did get an <laughs> update for Arceus Legends, um, which uh, is called Daybreak and introduces some interesting things. But it also introduces the hard shit. <laughs> so Pokemon games, although they're, you know, known as being child friendly and child oriented, almost all of them have this mad mental hard stuff. Um, which, I'll be honest, in the spirit of journalistic integrity, I've never done. I don't think. Um, so it's stuff like you know, doing the battle tower challenges, beating all of the battle frontier. Um, you know, that stuff which gives you a gold trainer card and whatnot. Um, and so just at the point, you, you and I were kind of playing together via WhatsApp. Basically. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of convinced that, oh, you know, what? I think I've hit the end of Arceus Legends. What a nice experience. 
Um, I can go back with things like shiny hunting, but essentially I've seen all there is to see and I've caught them all and finished the story. Isn't that lovely? And then the bastards drop this update on us introducing the hard shit. Um, I don't know if you've played around with either of these. So I'm I'm just going to put a quick pause on this and um, please, like, find something to bite down on very quickly, Farley. I had zero idea that this Daybreak (laughs) expansion new content existed whatsoever. I am literally looking at it like, oh, okay. I didn't realise the massive mass outbreaks were not originally part of the original game. So, yeah, um, I was playing it fully unaware that there is extra stuff. Yes. Okay. Right. Cool. Um, and I'm glad. I mean, this update's great. Uh, it's good that we're getting an update. If, you know, it didn't cost anything. But I am glad that I put a lot of time in before this update dropped because it tweaks loads of little things in addition to adding these two things that I'm going to talk about. Such as? Um, the. Oh my god, what's it called? The Merchant Guy now gives you three things a day instead yeah. of one. Yeah. Okay, I thought um, that was just because you reached a certain <laughs> level in the, in the game. Okay, cool. <laughs> I think they added um, some fast travel spots in Jubilife, which went there before. Right now, the fast travel was always there. Um, they okay. added um, slippers. Have you got those? No. <laughs> slippers? So weird. Yeah, the only piece of clothing they added was some slippers. That's mental. Yeah, it is mental. <laughs> then they uh, did the mass um, outbreak stuff. Yeah. Including. Have you finished that storyline? But I have the mass. Um, oh, I haven't finished that storyline. No, no, no. Because um, it's really fucking hard. <laughs> okay, well. When you finish the storyline, we'll, we need to talk about it because uh, it it's very strange. They, they they kind of set it up as this mystery which you're investigating, um, and yeah. So far, it's yeah, it's like so far I've found out that it's like, oh yeah, it's like a festival for Pokemon, and that that's what it was. And then I had to go to Crimson Marlands and find three um, mass outbreaks, uh, but I was so distracted by the Wisp collecting that I was just like, no, I'm not interested. Go away. Um, so basically every time I go to the world map I'm supposed to go to Crimson Marlands and <laughs> do the thing but instead I'm going to other places to collect the wisps um, unfortunately one of the places that I still have to collect wisps is Crimson Marlands so I'll probably just have to do the mass outbreak thing but it is it's really really hard it's just like oh I found an outbreak oh it's just Bidoofs oh shit they're all level 60 Bidoofs okay cool Oh, now they're all Bibarrels, and they're really fucking me over. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's like it doesn't matter if you've got you know a hundred jet balls or whatever. You're you're gonna have to fight them at some point. Um, and I remember I did something stupid. I think it was up in um, up in, in the top of the map, and uh, I'd gone to one of the camps, went round the corner. And there was a, an Onyx outbreak. And it, yeah. it was just literally, I got like four Steelixes. And I was like, 
I'm in a battle with four Steelixes. And I was like, I, I got to run away. And I tried to run away. I think I got distracted and I just saw myself dead as like these big red-eyed, <laughs> horrible on it. Uh, Steelixes were just like attacking me. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a horrific thing that they added in. Yeah, I used I used to pride myself in in the fact that I had no briefcases out and about in the world, and yeah. now there are lots. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> lots of briefcases. So please pick them up. Really, no briefcases. I I lost two in quick succession. Because I'm an idiot, um, and oh god, if you if you never accidentally like turned off bravery or pressed the wrong button and and, and just fallen from a great height, oh yeah, yeah, go Radiohead in this one from a great <laughs> height. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, very kind of comedically slow motion, like climb to the top of, top of a cliff. And yeah, try and change like, out your Pokemon, but you're not quite at the land top of as a weird deer. <laughs> yeah, you start to slide down, yeah, then change again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, well, well, if you continue, you if you continue that storyline, it's sort of has a yeah. end, um, which is quite interesting, which we should discuss. But it also adds, I, I don't know if I should tell you now, it feels like I'm spoiling, but it also adds two battly things. Yeah, um, I know you can fight um, people. Again, this was like, I went up to the, the battleground thing. I fought um, the the gate guy, and then then I'm now allowed to fight like Ingo and people like that. Um, but that's about it. That's all I did, and I was like, I'm, I'm not fighting anyone. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, this, <laughs> I've got wisps they're... to find. <laughs> they had a thing a bit like the... Um master challenges in let's go let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee okay that's where you where it's themed around a Pokemon or something like that yeah so okay. you you can do a battle with one Pokemon and if you beat that challenge some of which quite hard, you have to be quite high level and probably Eevee'd if you uh, get a ribbon yeah. I'm out what do you get no, you get a mark on your Pokedex for that Pokemon oh okay uh, so if you do it with all 242, I don't know if anything happens, actually. Not I really hope and then not. The that other would be so added, horrible. I know. The other thing they added is uh, you can now sleep in your house. Oh, okay. Um, but that unlocks like a secret um, battle tower thing called Eternal Reverie. Right. Okay. Um... Which is really, really tough. tough. You basically continuously battle um, with one team. Uh, and each battle that you do, you win. You can then choose the next one. And it kind of vagues. It will say, a grass Pokemon or um, a tropical something or the, a strange shaped Pokemon. So it kind of gives you a hint to what it is, but but you might not necessarily know what it is. And then if you beat those, you get a certain number of points, and then you can use the points to, like, um, top up your PP or heal your Pokemon or change your lead Pokemon. And you have to do 50 of those in a row, and, and it gets starts to get very hard very quickly. Um, they're really high level. Uh, they get to, like, level 100 um, from a certain point onwards, yeah. and you're, you're, look, you're facing the Alga, Palkia, etc. Anyway, if you do 50 of those in a row without dying, without losing, you get a uh, thing on your Pokedex. <laughs> Another thing. Wow, great. 
Yeah. So it's pretty much you know bragging rights. Yeah. Um, uh, but and I've tr- you know I've tried battle towers here. It's probably one of the hardest ones. Yeah. So far, I, I mean, it? yeah, I, I believe it. Like, I mean, they simplify some of the mechanics, but you keep those mechanics still in your head. Things like sword stance now does all attack, including special attack and things like that. It's just like. Yeah, it's changed things for me, and I still struggle with battles. And like, I think what I quite liked was it doesn't matter what I take into the wild, as long as I have my Garchomp with false swipe on it, everything else is just a bit of fun to take into the wild. But now, with the mass outbreaks, it's like right, okay, I'm fighting normal Pokemon. I need to have a high level fighting Pokemon, which I don't have because I used all my grips on. On I don't know Heatran or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That's not even a joke. I did. I was like, oh, you know what? I've never used. Oh, I've never used this legendary before ever. I'm gonna spend all my points on it. Shit moves. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's the that's the nice thing about. Uh, essentially, they've done away with them. Um, EV training, right? So you, you can use these legendary Pokemon without worry of like, oh, I don't want to mess up the EVs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. my dragon, you just say, oh, yeah, yeah, so it's been fun, um, you know, running around with a team full of legendaries. Although they do have natures, do you know about that? Yeah, yeah, they're also mints as well. Oh, right, okay, so you can change the natures. You can change the natures, yeah. Good. I wondered why they had mints in the farm. I really, that, that's one thing that bugs me, is like, I feel that yes okay you increase your farms and now you have access to new things like you can get berries and mints and things like that i want my apricorns for my balls (laughs) i want my apricorns when i have four fields i want four times as many not the same amount You've made four fields, okay? And why do you still give me the same amount of apricorns for my balls? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do you know what you mean. Yeah. Bugs yeah, me. Yeah, it in- increases your stock rather than the yield on your fields. Yeah, it should definitely increase the yield rather than the different things you can grow. Uh, that bugs me. Again, I just thought, oh, I've leveled up, so I've now got access to berries or whatever, you know. Like, right, okay, cool. Is there anything more you want to say about Arceus? No, no, just that, um, yeah, just, I thought I was done. I'm, and I'm probably not going to do them, because they, they are too hard for me, and I, like I said, there's a handful which I've done in previous games, but um, uh, I was wondering when it was coming, and here it is. It's, yeah. Here's the hard stuff. Uh, secret hard stuff for the, you know, proper mental people who have, who have yeah, completely done with the game within four days and something else to, uh, to get their teeth stuck into. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not even convinced I was going to, like, because you went through the, the Pokedex and actually did all of the tasks for all of the Pokemon. Cause you can yeah, do... and I'm so glad that I did. Why? <laughs> I'm so glad that But the shiny charm. Oh. Okay, right. Quick pause. I don't get the shiny charm just for completing the Pokedex. I have to complete no. all the entries. No, you have to get them all to level 10. Right. So not perfect. Just level 10. I think you get another 
Um, basically, if you get the Pokedex entry, I think that gives you a boost shiny chances for that Pokemon. If you get level 10 on all of them, you get given the shiny charm, which increases your shiny rate chances. Then if you perfect a Pokemon's entry, it increases the chances for shiny again. And if you perfect all of them, like a proper nutter, uh, I'm sure it might increase it again. So yeah, so I was doing it as I was going. Because wow, okay. There are annoying things like the baby Pokemon, which um, you can only, you know, their only research is give, catch them and give them food. Yeah. Um, so you're like, oh, there's a Riolu. Stand a million miles away, throw some berries at it, watch it eat 10 berries, and then that's your recent level 10 done. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I completely just, like, oh, these research tasks are awful. I saw, like, two or three, and I thought, I'm just not going to do these. Not interested <laughs> in the slightest. <laughs> um, and now, looking back, I thought you got the shiny charm just for completing the Pokedex, as a normal Pokemon game would be. But no, 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 no. Apparently you're going to have to go through and do every one of them at level yeah, 10. Think, level 10 is not hard, actually, because you can do, like, bullshit ones, just, like, see it do flamethrower 10 times, and you get yeah. to level 10. Yeah. yeah, and you get, you know, some of them are like, uh, or all the starters, for example, it will be... See them do their signature move. See them do agile. See them do strong moves. See, that's all you yeah, do. Is yeah. Put on your party. Do one of your moves three times agile, three times strong, and that will often take you above ten. Yeah. So that, that, the only time I, I actually had to do that was for the for the for the forces of nature, um, to get the the hand in thing. That is the only time I've physically gone and done anything research task related, and I was confused as to why I even needed to do it. <laughs> Yeah, it is the it's the in, interestingly because they don't really have a role to play. It's the baby Pokemon, which are the hard, really hard ones to do because you don't encounter them that often, um, and uh, you and, and I've straight up evolved them because I just needed the <laughs> entries. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's not too bad. The 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 killer is unknown, so you have to get all twenty eight to count as research level 10 there's no intermediates ah okay so it's just 110 get all the unknowns and that is for that's for the shiny charm that's to get research level 10 also perfect unknown to then get the shiny charm again wow so you need to get all the unknowns to get the shiny charm that is I don't think I'm going to get the shiny charm the unknowns are not too bad, actually. You, you're so familiar with the areas. By the time you're finished, because you, you get the, you know, it gives you a clue on the Pokedex as to where they are. Um, okay. There's maybe two that I struggled with. If you think about them, sit and think about them for a while, and you go, oh, maybe they're here. They're not here. They go, oh, yeah, there's this there, and you go and find them. Well, there's been plenty that I've picked up as well in the yeah. uh, along the course of the game. But I suppose it's easy because there's... 28, yeah, and you know what you're There's 28 of them, there's a clue, it tells you which ones you've got, you can access that from your Pokedex, so it's very straightforward. Yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah, it's a hard game. What have you been playing? Right, yeah, um, 
it's just just to sort of clarify here, this theme of hard games was not um, it's not necessarily reflective of the games that I've been playing. Um, but I have been playing a co-op game. What? I know. Uh, with my girlfriend. And it's a game called Biped. Have you heard of this game? No, I haven't, no, I haven't at all, actually. Biped. Biped, right. Uh, it's um, very similar to a game that you gave me before. Uh, Clipper Snips. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there is a sort of collaborative element where you have to solve puzzles together. Um, in a happy, friendly way or in an infuriating Portal 2 screaming at each other way? Uh, the, the the latter. Um, <laughs> uh, it's... So you control two robots. It yeah. seems to be in a, a post-apocalyptic future world where you What you're... other kind of future world is there? Well, I, I, again, it it doesn't seem sinister, but there seems to only be AI and it seems to very much be Earth you're on. Um, and you have to, I don't know, you have to get beacons for some reason. The, the, the storyline is paper thin. Um, ultimately, it's just a puzzle game. Uh, now, Clipper Snips was in a 2D plane. This is very much in a 3D plane. The two robots that you control... Um, the controls for them are deliberately awkward. Hey. <laughs> so, um, taking your controller, you move one leg with the right stick and you move the other leg with the left stick. So okay, so very much like um, Quop and uh, Octodad. Yeah, it, it, I think it's along the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, it's not terrible, but you there, there's like a, a rhythm to walking so it's like you know click forward left click forward right click forward left and you've got to still get the point where you have to stand down um and or you can press both of them together and you sort of um skate along the ground sort of hover skate along the ground in the direction uh-huh. you want to go but yeah you can fall off things and all that sort of stuff which makes it um you can get to the places you want to, but you need to walk in certain areas. Um, and yeah, so you have to collaboratively uh, do things. So, for instance, um, you don't have arms, but the bottom of your feet are sort of... Uh, I want Not magnetic, but they can sort of grab onto things. Um, hence, hence biped. Yeah, um... So, for instance, if I was to stand still, I could stand on one leg and I could grab the thing, a carrot, let's say, and I can swing around. I can't move on the other leg. I have to stay right. still. So okay. I can pass the carrot to the other player. <laughs> okay. And they Already can grab is, the carrot. This is sounding brilliant <laughs> and infuriating. <Yeah. laughs> I, I, this is the simplest it gets way worse as well. Um, and yeah, so it's just basically do that, pass the carrot, the other person walks around and then can grab the carrot and then you can chuck it into a thing and it does a thing, opens a gate. Move on to the next area. Great. Yeah. Fine. 
fantastic. Um, and each level they've got these little sort of storyline plots you go through and they've got little themes. They introduce gravity into one level. So it's like, here you are on a seesaw, only the, the blue robot can uh, stand on the seesaw. Um, so you have to stand there and make it, you know, uh, pink. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. This is, this is like, I'm going to take a little step back. You have a blue <laughs> robot and you have a pink yeah. robot. Yeah. Okay. There are certain platforms that you can stand on. Yes. With one foot, the blue robot stands on it. It becomes pink. The right. blue robot cannot put his other foot down. Otherwise, it will make the whole platform disappear. So he's just left standing with a, you know, a leg up in the air. The pink robot can then stand on that. At which point, when the pink robot stands on that platform, he then has to keep one foot up in the air because it's turned blue. The blue robot can then put his other foot down, which will turn it pink. And he has to lift the other foot. So you're basically very, very slowly walking across the platform, talking to the person <laughs> next to you saying, I'm about to put my foot down, get ready to move. And then you do. <laughs> and ultimately, it's nice and easy. You can get across a bridge, that's fine. But yes, they start to involve things like gravity. So you're on a seesaw. So you have to move quite quickly. Otherwise, you're going to fall off the thing. If you don't, you know, uh, get across it in time. You then get the inevitable large spinning barrel that you have to keep red or pink, red or, uh, sorry, blue or pink, blue or pink, based on how you're walking along it. And you have to keep it moving as well at the same speed as each other. So, yeah, these challenges get very, very infuriating. Very hard to describe on a podcast but do check out um, a youtube video of it or something like that um and yeah so each level sort of introduces more and more things and uh you, you start to learn like doing certain things makes certain things happen so there's um there's a level which is set sort of on a river rapids and you're connected by a <laughs> cable and you can move around and like ultimately we ended up playing it on a really hard mode we were doing the skating thing thinking okay yeah this is moving the platform but really really slowly so we were trying to negotiate and pull um other things with the rope between us into certain areas on the rapids um it's very again very very hard to explain but um <laughs> yeah as it turns out I sh we should have been walking because then you can move move much much faster and uh, yeah just uh, these little things little discoverable moments and how hard that game is it has no tutorials it's just like here's the thing oh you need to walk across this and like all oh, right okay oh but it disappears and so you then have to work it all out and yeah it, it's 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 a brutal game i don't think it's hard it's just um uh, it's uh, it's 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 tense on a relationship. <laughs> but yeah, um, do check that one out. Um, I don't know how I ended up owning it. I'm gonna say yeah. it, was, it was probably 
a humble bundle co-op gaming thing or something like that. Um, but I saw it under my co-op because like Steam allows you to sort of create um, little libraries now. Yeah. Um, and uh, one of the ones I've generated is co-op games. So for some reason it puts every single beat 'em up in there because I have a million of them. Um, and also all of the fighting games because I have a million of them. But I also like I see a few occasional uh, bullet hell games and things like that that turn up and like oh yeah oh, I bought these back in two thousand and three or whatever <laughs> you know. Um, and yeah, uh, just got bored one night and uh, yeah, been playing it um, pretty much on the last level now. Uh, but yeah, I think we need to, for the sake of anyone's relationship, take a break, take a breath, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take away any breakable objects, and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, biped, do check it out. Fun. Yeah. So, what have you been playing, Farley? Uh, on a similar theme. Actually, uh, I think I mentioned a while ago um, when the height of the pandemic had died down. Um, there was a, a confluence of events, which meant that <clears throat> me and a couple of buddies uh, who used to hang around playing video games and board games, or whatever, together uh, had a whole weekend. And we used to play a lot of couch cart games, you know, from Quakes to carting games, etc. And so it's kind of this really nice opportunity to be like, okay, what have video games given us in the last 15 years when it comes to couch co-op? <laughs> yeah. um, you know, we, we hadn't touched uh, uh, at all. Uh, so we downloaded a whole bunch of games. Um, we played Moving Out, which was hilarious. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I've heard good things about that one, yeah. Yeah, the the, um, the game itself is funny. So you're, you're essentially a... Uh, colourful cast of, of characters who has to um, essentially remove all people. You have to empty a property yeah. of certain kinds of furniture uh, and you get bonus points if you uh, don't destroy stuff. There are little missions. Um, so it's, it's fun because it takes you through and as you, can, you can imagine exactly how it progresses. It takes you to different shaped uh, things. And, you know, Here's a big office and something where it's got a big first floor or here's something with a slide but uh by far the best thing <laughs> was you unlock a uh sort of like a puzzle mode um where you you have to get like a couch this is the first level that we played and, and um it, we were you know proper side clutching laughing at how ridiculous it was in a way that only, <laughs> only couch cop can kind of bring you you have this really, really thin, tiny platform to carry this couch that just about can hold two of you. Definitely can't hold three of you, uh, you know, and all those shenanigans. Um, so that was fun. We played Nine Parchments, which I think I mentioned before, which yep. is a great type of game. And then one of the things we we played late in the weekends, so we could have played it a lot longer, was Death Squared. Have you heard of that? Death Squared. I've heard Death of Squared. it. I don't know what it is, though. Um, so it's... Uh, have uh, you ever played like Devil Dice? Oh, what was that early in the PlayStation? There was this weird game with cubes. Harushi? Is that what it's called? Anyway, <laughs> I- irrelevant. 
and you play you play uh on like a board floating through space and essentially uh you have four different colored cubes which you have to get from their starting point to their home point um and you know in the first level uh there is a switch for the red cube to stand on and if that stands on it turns off a laser which allows the blue one to stand on a button yeah this sounds exactly what i was yeah. just describing and then looking at it it's, it's, yeah yeah cool yeah <laughs> so it starts off like that and then you're doing that and you feel happy because you know you solved this puzzle uh and everyone got home and then it, and then it starts to <laughs> you know in a, in a wonderfully video game way throw different mechanics at you so for example yeah. one will be here's a laser that um rotates when the blue cube moves um, so as it moves, the laser spins, and you have to coordinate your, you know, okay, the green and the yellow cube are hidden behind this, right? Blue, you move, <laughs> so the laser hides everything. And then, and then it adds, um, you know, because your cubes, you can stack on top of each other. So it of adds, course, uh, yeah. yeah. So somebody can operate a switch, which which uh, raises a lift, which means you can then drop on top of another one, um, and so on and so on through through these ridiculously um, complex Do you get so sacrifice play... cubes? Uh, no, you, I don't. Well, maybe, but we didn't We didn't uh, <laughs> get too far into it. But most of them were, all of them we had to have, um, all four of them home. And it would, um, it would, it would, yeah. There would, there was the knowing nods in some levels. They'd be like, oh, you know, we, we predict that you're going to do this. Um, because you know the cubes will start off in a certain order. But okay, we need to get green out first, uh, and then you think you've got the solution. And then right at the end, yellow moves last, and then as yellow moves, spikes pop up on the floor, destroy everyone. Like ah, okay, all right, that's not the solution. <laughs> um, so he's very, very playful in that way of, uh, of um, you know, here's what it looks like. Looks pretty simple, doesn't it? And then uh, uh, throws these um, traps and curveballs at you. Uh, and it gets hideously complex, but it was super, super, super fun. Um, uh, you know, lots of shouting at each other, and um, uh, just one of those things where you wish you'd had a recorder just to record what people are saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, when you when you can't see what they can see, all these hilarious things that you know coming out. Um, so yeah, that's good. I I recommend, and I get it. I bet it gets really tricky. Or like I say, we only played a little bit of it, but. Um, it's one of those games. I just look again. You're probably doing the same. Just have uh, just pulled up some um, images. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like it gets insane. Yeah, multi uh, multi tiered yeah. levels. There's one which has this huge cross, which looks like it rotates. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No. Absolutely. It looks uh, brutal. Um. <laughs> wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that was that's good. Um. What are you playing? Oh, actually, we've not been doing um, scores, have we? Oh, shit. No, we haven't. Right. Okay. So, how, how many legs out of two would you give Biped? Uh, I think... Oh, God. Uh, I'm going to knock a couple of points. I'm going to give it eight out of... I'm going to give it eight legs out of, of, of 11 legs. Okay. Yeah. I think you should be out of two legs, six Biped. So eight out of two legs. Eight out of two legs, yeah. Eight out of two legs, yeah. Um. Yeah, and how many uh, 
deaths would you give it out of squared? <laughs> I'd give it... Uh, square root of? <laughs> square root of... Square root of 9 out of cube. 3 out of 4? Yeah. Well, cube 6. Three oh, out six. cube is 6. Okay, 3 out of 6. No, uh, that's a bit harsh. Square root of... 25 out of 6. 25? 5? Okay, okay, okay. There we go. Awesome. <laughs> there we go. Can't say our podcast isn't educational. We're talking about the squares <laughs> times tables. <laughs> we got all the way up to 5 times 5. <laughs> yeah, and we, did, we knew it right off the bat. We didn't have to think about it at all. <laughs> um, what have you been playing? Um, right, so before... That's not the format, is it? What are you playing? That's the format. What are you have been playing? Um, uh, yeah, so before RCS hits, um, I wasn't even sure if I was going to get it, even though I did have it pre-ordered or how much time I was going to spend on it. I just thought, you know what? I do want another game to play. And a game that everybody really, really likes and bigs up for a long time, um, I thought I would start playing Undertale. Oh. Really? <laughs> yes. Is it... It's one of these situations where uh, because you're coming to it so late, you, you're kind of... It doesn't really matter, right? Because if you love it, you'll be like, well, everyone was right. And if you hate it, you'll say, yeah, but, you know, playing it. 10 years too late, of course it's not going to be that good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, you, you missed the zeitgeist or whatever. Now, yeah. uh, what I would I'm, say I is, am interested to, to hear your thoughts about it, Jenny. Okay, so, to precursor everything, I'm about two hours in. So, I, I, I don't think I have... Um, what's the word? Uh, really fully got the thing in any way. Um, or, indeed... Like, when I started playing it, I thought, do you know what? I am coming to this game quite late. Is there anything I should know? So I, I literally Googled, what, what should I know before? And there's just, like, rampant pages on, on Reddit and IGN and everything that just says, if you haven't played it before, please do not look up any guides. You know, so it's just kind of like, all right, okay, cool. I guess I'll just go in blind then. Um... So I started off playing it. It's quite charming in that it's using the retro graphics and it uses it quite well. Um, it feels very sort of Sinclair Commodore 64 days, um, but it blends and it seems to, as you go through the game, sort of progress into more 8 bit, 16 bit worlds. You know, so it becomes a bit more nazy, then it suddenly becomes a bit more snazzy. Yeah, I, there are a couple of games that have done that. I think, is it The Messenger that does that? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is quite cool because pixel remakes have been done to death. It's quite nice. Yeah. As I've said many times before, one day we'll get to like PlayStation era graphics, but for the time being, 32 bits seem to be as far as. Oh, yeah, 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 as far as I'll go, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's there is a very interesting, sinister quality to it. 
Um, and when I say sinister quality, um, I think I, I think you know the sinister sinister quality that I mean. It's the sort of creepy pasta style um, thing that you get from indie games. I'm not going to explain it much more than that, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do, and I think this is what this is one of those things which made uh, Undertale such a hit was that uh, it had this aspect to it. I get in my mind, I tend to think of it as um, uh, the spiritual successor to when when we were younger. And do you remember like all those Clive Sinclair games? Is it Clive Sinclair? No. No. Who do I mean? Uh, Jeff Minter? No, you know, like, everything, um, oh, God, like, I have no mouth and I cannot scream. Oh, um, right. Clive Barker? Is it Clive Barker? Clive Barker's Hellraiser. Yes, I think yeah. it's him. Yeah. Um, so him and people like him, where you, you, you know, you'd be playing on the Amiga, um, but you'd have these games with this really fucked up storyline. Um, or backgrounds, or they'd be set in hell, things like Nightbreed. Um, so yeah, I tend to think these kind of games as, as yeah. spiritual successor to those. But instead of being full out, because at the time the, vid- the video nasty stuff, all there was the gore and seeing people's heads get torn off and their insides. Um, whereas now they're kind of yeah, more unnerving creepy yeah unnerving unnerving is a very very good word um i i got a similar vibe um from the game that i recommended to you but you probably never played uh doki doki literature club oh yeah 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 like the way it was done was was just unofficial unofficial response for the podcast I (laughs) i can't praise that enough just the way it was done it was just like Oh my god, this is so fucked. This game, and it, it it does it just pulls that sort of the. Did you ever read the SCP files? Do you know what the I mean what? by the SCP files? No. Those were like the original um, creepy pastas, where people. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So it's like the, the very famous monster that uh, if you blink it moves, um, or if you look away it moves. So. There's like a person who's st- has to be standing outside the cell at every point, looking at it in some fashion to keep it imprisoned in its room, sort of thing. Uh, those kind of weird, creepy past, and it it feels like um, a few of these indie games are really able to sort of harness that energy. Um, and when I was playing Undertale, I was getting that, and there's this sinister overtone of, okay, this person is being nice to you, but it seems to be. I don't have a choice. This person is like saying, "Oh, don't go downstairs. Oh, don't go downstairs. Oh, don't go downstairs." But I just want to go down the stairs, uh, and I'm I'm forced not to be allowed to. And it's like, oh, okay. This is really creepy. <laughs> um, and then you sort of move and progress through the game, and there's monsters and humans, but there's that are like, the monsters are just like people with skull heads and things like that so there, there's definitely a a charm in that sinisterness um as i said i have only scraped the surface i have not gone much further into the game i've done a few puzzles 
And the puzzles are quite interesting. It's like, ah, okay, this is actually a genuine puzzle game. Um, and at the same time, you've kind of got this plot pushing you forward. And the narrative is just like, you know, it's almost like visual no- novel narrative down the bottom. But it's, um, you know, people are, it's not too interrupting in the game. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, uh, I don't know like the Final Fantasy games where you're, you're just not able to play, you just have to progress the plot and then you can actually go actually do some fighting and stuff like that. Um, yeah. The other thing is with this game is you don't actually need to fight anything. Yeah, this is the yeah. This is the thing that some people are going, oh, crazy, innovative. I don't yeah. think it's crazy or innovative, it's just annoying. Because um, there is like, yes, you can fight it, yes, you can lose your HP, or there's another thing you can do, which is highlighted in yellow for you, where you you pet the dog instead. And th- there's a lot of nods to internet memes, you know, pet the doggo and all that sort of stuff. So you, I, I can see why it's very much liked by that crowd as well. The youngins that like their memes and stuffs. You know <laughs> the youths. I mean? hmm? The youths. The youths. Yep. Um, and yeah, I, I think uh, I can see the attraction of it, and I, I think I, I do want to play it a little bit more when I have time. Um, but as much as I started it and gave it a go, it, it hasn't it hasn't grabbed me yet. I don't know. Well, see how you feel. I don't yeah. know how long it is. I always get the impression it wasn't very long. I mean, I've been playing it a while, and I, I, again, I don't think I've really scratched the surface. But I, I know that also there is a lot of things where there is a huge amount of replayability in it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's yeah. like you finish the game, you think you finished it, no, you haven't. You now have to start from the start again, but things are slightly different, uh, which is the same kind of vibes that you got from Doki Doki Literature Club as well. Did I? Yeah. Um, how many? Oh, what's it called? What's the name of that annoying skeleton from the mains? Sans. Only Sans out. Of yeah, it's Sans. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, I'll give it. Um, I'll give it point seven two out of one Sans. Right. Yep. Okay, that's Undertale. Um, <laughs> what, what other hard games have you been playing? Well, I'll tell you a game I haven't been playing. Okay, cool. <laughs> Following on from super popular uh, game that I don't think either of us have particularly played. So Elden Ring is out now. Yes. Um, and uh, the spiritual Dark Souls successor. Yeah, basically the latest Soulsborne or whatever you want to call it game. Um, and that series just never gelled with me. Um, no. And I can appreciate that for people into those kind of games. Well, I can appreciate two things. One uh, is when Legends Arcus came out and you're a huge Soulsborne ring fan. Um, 
but hate Pokemon. Oh god, everyone's going on about it. It's bloody. It's just my feed is just, you know, memes I don't understand about Pokemon and videos from a game I couldn't care. Well, this week, <laughs> it's our turn, or my turn, um, in that everyone's uh, super excited about Elden Ring. Yeah. And posting their memes and their videos. And part of me, I mean, you know, I, I love looking at this stuff because um, I genuinely does warm the cockle of my heart cockles of my heart to see uh the um, cock of your heart <laughs> so cock, he's, it warms the cock of, of my, my heart, heart. <laughs> oh i said cockle i don't say cockles okay um to see fellow gamers just having a blast and yeah this game seems to be delivering more of what they like than the other ones um but it's a very something about it and the kind of people who are into it uh, and you know, all these games are kind of obligatory things for people to stream, right? So all the all the virtual idols are streaming it, and all the Twitch gamers are streaming it, and blah blah blah. It, um, yeah, it, it, I've used Zeitgeist already once in this in, in this um, episode, but yes, it, it is currently in the height of its Zeitgeist, and yes, you're right. All the VTubers and all that sort of stuff are, are yes, yeah. all over it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's something about a particular kind of people who really like the Soulsborne game. And um, I don't, I kind of want to describe them as dad games. Yes. No. Do you know what I mean? They are 100% dad games because they played the original Dark Souls. Those Dark Souls games came out 10 to 15 years ago. You know, but so it, but it's <laughs> they've now uh, had kids, and like <laughs> the reason I'm saying this is I'm just going to clip back to I am part of a guild yes. that's part in <laughs> in most cases it is a dad guild, and I've told, given you this explanation before, and they're all playing Elden Ring as well. So yeah, yeah it's it's very much uh, yeah, it, yeah, it is what it is. So, yes, it is hugely popular, but there is a certain kind of gamer where um, they probably do have kids, don't have a huge amount of gaming time in their hands, and but something about um, the From Software games uh, gets them so hard that they, you know, they do, when it's out, they do make the exception, you know, and they are staying up till 3am in the morning yeah. playing it uh, in a way that they just can't afford to do or don't want to with other games um so yeah that's, that's been great it's been it's been great to see um i don't know i don't think we ever discussed these games i just can't get into that series at all um, i like people try to sell it to me as this game is so hard and i'm like oh i'm done yeah not interested <laughs> yeah and i was just like i i i own several of them on steam <laughs> <laughs> and it was like based on recommendations moments of weaknesses on my watch list uh watch list on my wish list <laughs> don't get those lists confused yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> burn devil may cry collection um yeah. <laughs> no, no. um the yeah they've been on my wish list it's and, like, just it's just you know, bayonetta on your wish list no like my I, 
I can tell you what's on my Steam wish list. I was. Uh, I'm talking about your witch list. Oh, my witch list. Oh, because, yeah. Because yeah. she's a witch. Get it? I get it. I get it. I get it. There must be other witches in games. Come on. Oh, dear. <laughs> There's probably loads. There's so many. Right now, all I can think of is the Harry Potter game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll do. All you've got on your all you've got on your witch list is four hundred Lego Harry Potter games. Bayonetta yeah. one, Bayonetta two. Yeah. Three. <laughs> uh, my witch list. Uh, sorry, right. Where was I? You, I've totally disrupted my. Um, uh, oh yeah, so yeah, like I've I've got Souls games or I've had them on my wish list. They get mm-hmm. reduced at Christmas to ninety five percent of their original price, as in off, not ninety five percent of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I said, oh yeah, you know what? I'll buy it for eighty nine pence or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's just like the appeal of it, and. I think I have a vague understanding of what this game is, and it is like, you're going to fight an enemy, you need to use all of the controls and dodging and parrying that you can, and yes. even then, you're not likely to beat them. Well, this is part of the reason why I raise it, is because it's so hot at the moment, it feels like you can't really move for it. But also, yeah. in uh, your message rants that I got about the boss battles in... Oh my god, yes. No. See, this is not a game for me. Yeah, (laughs) you made a very, very good observation of something that you found on Twitter. What was it again? (laughs) Oh, there's um, there's a a very good satire site called Hard Drive Mag, um, which, you know, imagine the onion, but for video games related stuff. Uh, And one of them was uh, Gamer Just Decides. that mechanic's not for me. Yes. Um, which I sent to you saying this is you because you sometimes you arbitrarily like, oh, this is a really hard thing. All I need to do is engage with this fairly central mechanic. But I don't know. I've, my my brain has baked into this is how I'm going to play this yeah. game, and I'm just refusing to, you know. Who dodge has got time to block. press the Y button? You <laughs> yeah. know, who's gonna like... bl- who's got time to block, right? I'm gonna play this, <laughs> yeah. this beating up game without yeah. blocking. Yeah, yeah, and it's like uh, you, <laughs> I used to do that sort of shit with like uh, like uh, yeah, beat 'em up games and uh, uh, growing up, it's like I'm not gonna block. Why would you block? That's rubbish. And then eventually, when you realise, oh yeah, I need to get good. Um, you need to block, <laughs> you know, and you can cheese, you know, pressing up and kick and get through the game and all that sort of stuff without blocking and get lucky for most fights if you, you know, but if you want to play in a harder difficulty, you, you best be blocking, son, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah. stuff like that. No, I, and, and I get it, and there's so many things, there's so many ways in games that I relate to that where it's just like I'm not no I, I want to you know what it's kind of like it's like meaning and putting the blinkers on yeah you know it's just like uh, you know what I want to play Smash Brothers but I can't be fucked with the massive roster that they're given to me even though I appreciate it and think it's really really cool I'm only going to play as Peach so yeah, um, yeah I, I, I'm never ever going to play as generic fire emblem character three or yeah. you know or, or bayonetta or bayonetta or, or or cloud or 
whatever. I'm just going to straight up only play as Peach and, 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 and put the blinkers on. And then, you know, there's a point where you get forced into playing as the other characters and you're like, ah, oh, you know what? This is actually quite nice to have a variance and and, and, and things like that. But yeah, I don't know. I think when, when I first step into a game, I am a close-minded cunt and uh, very much have blinkers on. Yeah. Yeah. I think it happens just so you get... Uh, you get into a pattern or, or like a comfort zone um, and sometimes that involves ignoring key mechanics and it's really, really hard to break that. Right, really, really hard to break that habit. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And, and it, it's particularly things like uh, blocking, parrying, drifting. Oh my God, any racing game with drifting. Nah, I can do it without drifting. Yeah, yeah, no, no. And... and... Like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of like uh, Devil May Cry 4 was a tough one where you had to I think Devil May Cry 4 one was um, it was a difficult game because in a few of the other Devil May Cry games you could get away with um, sort of uh, spamming the buttons but with Devil May Cry 4 if you wanted to be good you did not spam it you had to time your button presses yeah very much so um and um it was very unforgiving when you didn't if you did rattle it you just did the same combo you need to do tap tap back and tap and then you'll get the good combo um out of nero or however and if you don't mix it up you you do get punished in that game uh and i think i think that was one of the ones where it's like because i played devil may cry 3 in the harder modes and again, that's another one of those games where if you try and rattle it, you're not going to get very far. You need to get the timing right. So it was kind of like, okay, I need to take a step back with Devil May Cry 4. Because even on like normal levels, they were making you and forcing you to do those combos. Um, and I think when I went into Devil May Cry 5, I was quite happy to just get back into the groove, as it were. It's a lot more fun and satisfying when you play the game that way as well. Rather than rattling X, you, <laughs> you, you feel like you can swish of the sword and you're more reacting to the connect of the swords as opposed to that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's one, more one evident the, with V when you play as him. One of the uh, mechanics that I hate in video games uh, are ones which I can see why they introduce which either um, punish you or enemies adapt if you're just doing the same three combos yeah. over and over again, right? Yeah. So either you start doing less damage, um, or you know, and it's it's been a staple for video games forever. You know, the the enemy type where uh, you can shoot it with your guns, and then all of a sudden it become immune to gunfire, and then you have to use them. and yeah, those are just yeah my worst nightmare video <laughs> games because I just don't have the range uh, or, or time. Um, or in some cases, increasingly the skills to, to you know, I'm, here's my three go-tos, and I can string those together. Um, please don't ask me to do anything here. Please don't make me yeah, do that thing. You need I to do that back. thing where I, I have to you're... move my fingers, you know, so that I can press the difficult com- combination of buttons at no, the top. I, I, I think to... when you say that you don't have the skills for it, I, I like a lot of the time. I would agree with you, but 
like the shit that we did, you know, like Orchid's full on um, ultra, ultra, ultra combo and, and Killer Instinct. We did that. We learnt that. It's just, I think it's time. It's just like not wanting to think, you know what, I'm going to spend the next two hours perfecting the ultra combo. Because that's what it yeah. took. Rather than yeah, the two I'm, I'm hours it like... spends looking at IGN at the same time as you're looking for a purple fucking blur. <laughs> and, and I, you know, that's the difference. You know, it's like, and again, I don't think it's anything to do with skill. I don't think it's anything to do with reaction. I think you can still do these things. Um, maybe not pull it off or execute it exactly at the same time or as as eloquently as you perhaps did in your youth but I think you still got the capability to do it and like playing like the Devil May Cry games and coming back and like alright okay I get why these connects are still there I get why like uh, what's it uh, Gears of War has that cool reload functionality mm-hmm. and, you know yeah. it, like having these things there and being able to do those things yeah uh, it, it, yeah um, I'm not sure what my point is. I, I think you're 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 downplaying yourself too much. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, well, this is a very supportive podcast today. <laughs> um, but yeah, so go, going back to uh, from software games, I uh, I think I dabbled with Demon's Souls when it came out, um, and one of the Dark Souls, uh, but it was just um, yeah, you know, just wasn't hooked by it. It was too dark. As in, you know, light levels rather than theming. Um, and yeah, it just wasn't, just didn't grab me. But, oh, you know, here's a skeleton man. Oh, he's kind of glitched himself off some stairs. Uh, okay. Uh, let's go back to um, Pokemon Sapphire on the Game Boy. Yeah, Advance. yeah. <laughs> let's go back to moving every single one of the Pokemon <laughs> that I've got from the NPCs. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and a really difficult scenario that I've made yeah. for myself as well. Yeah. That's yeah. the hard. That's that's the real Dark Souls. Is is yeah, yeah. <laughs> going back through bloody games that I completely stripped out and evacuated to try and drag these poor Pokemon through. Okay, cool. Yes, there we go. Elden Ring. I give it. Um... Have you played Elden Ring? No, but I can still rank review it. Okay, cool, 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 yeah, yeah, fine, yeah. Um, is there a thing with rings? Is Lord of the Rings is like the one true ring, or? How many rings are they? gave? You gave like 20 to their men, the humans, one to the... To, to an elf. Uh, no. I give it, okay, I give it the Olympic rings out of Lord of the Rings. Okay, five out of 30. Or something like that. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, but also the 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 actual point, the reason why I did raise it, which I completely forgot in our in our various digressions, um, was that unlike other big games, um, it, people get so excited, engaged about Elden Ring, you know, and, and a lot of it's um, games critics and and everybody, um. All they want to do is talk about it, which is a lovely thing when it happens. You know, we've just done almost three podcasts on Pokemon in a row. Um, but in a way that uh, 
not all not all games receive that level of attention. So I, I, again, it's really lovely when it happens, um, and, a, and a change from the like, oh, this is this week's hot game. Um, uh, if you're three days late to this game, you've missed it. Yeah, that was the that was the bubble to talk about. It was three days before this game came out, which now everybody's talking about. Um, whereas when a From Software game drops, and sometimes other games like Pokemon hit, everyone is talking about it all the time, almost to the exclusion of everything else. Um, which is quite funny because I don't think it sells it, it sells quite well and like top Steam charts, Steam charts and stuff. But when you look at the number of players, it's never huge, huge, like. Mario yeah, no, Kart. I think Mario Kart, for example. Yeah, yeah, no, if, I think if, if we covered yeah. Mario Kart Eight, like we covered Elden Ring, right? Just constantly for months and months and months. Uh, you know, hear the videos about the, this hidden building that people have used glitches and and whatever mods to go and find. Here's this. Oh, here's a twenty articles about this particularly funny character. What do they mean? Um, yeah, it has this has this niche. But all-encompassing fan base, um, which I, I, I'm here for and I tolerate, but it's just not my thing. Yeah, no, it, it's like it, it, it even made um, my girlfriend, who's not really, you know, she she cares about video games. Like she knows um, that I am collecting 107 wisps, and I, I really appreciate that she remembers the number. You know, yeah, I think that that's quite cool. Um, but okay. there was a point. Hmm? 108. Is it 108? No, it's 107. 108. 107. Oh, because there's a, a secret extra one at the end. Well, in, in Pokemon Diamond, it's 108. Oh, okay. Which, uh, just which okay. I've just played. Sorry. Okay, so 107 wisps in Arceus, and there's an extra one in the event or something like that after it. Maybe, maybe you were the spirit all along. Yes, something along those lines. Anyway, um, but yeah, yeah. She even asked, "Oh, are you going to play this Elden Rings thing?" Apparently, it's like Skyrim. Yeah, I was just like, I appreciate the, the sentiment, but it's totally not Skyrim. <laughs> it's not also, Skyrim. <laughs> why would I play another game that wasn't Skyrim when I've got Skyrim to play for the fourteenth time in a row? Yeah. Bear in mind that I've only ever played Skyrim once, and I still haven't done the expansions. So I, I, I'm due. I am allowed to go back and play Skyrim <laughs> in its entirety, from start to finish again. The next next time it comes out for a pedometer or whatever. Well, I mean, did uh, it had its um, ten year anniversary or fifteen year anniversary recently, um, and they brought out new content for it. Oh, did they? Yeah. Did they finally fix all those fucking glitches? Uh, well, no, I think it, it, it's fairly um, stable now. Like, the version, if you got the Switch version, you're not going to get a ton of glitches or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I think it was like, it, they have endorsed community content. Oh, yeah. So the bits that they... They like like they've added extra horses and new races and new stories and things like that in there. Um, so I think uh, it was like the best of the best of that stuff, and they sort of released that as a content pack for um, 
for everyone for free or maybe not for free or I think if you have the the special edition which came out I don't know seven years ago <laughs> you get it for free uh, yeah 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 interesting segue to <laughs> Skyrim debatable yeah <laughs> but yeah um the, there was a recent thing of new content um but yeah uh anything more you wanted to chat about i feel weird. i don't think so we might need to bring this uh, episode to an end and in classic that guy's a maniac style yeah. that guy's a maniac sorry about your dad <laughs> oh. <laughs>